Well, hello, everyone. This is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com, and I'm here with another seven-day fat-burning coaching call to help get you through the week leaner and better than before. And we're going to go over a lot of great stuff this week, including my new workouts. And so I hope you're ready for another great week of fat loss. Now, I had a big week here in the Turbulence Training world. In fact, we filmed over three hours of content for our new One Million Mission project that we're going to be talking about next year. It's powerful stuff, but it was exhausting as well. I literally spoke for three hours straight, and I don't know if you've ever done that before, but it's pretty difficult, and it was pretty intense content. It really knocked me on my butt. By the end of the day yesterday, I was real beat, came home, and just crashed, and uh, I still have another four hours of filming this week coming up, and so can't wait to uh, get that first video online for you. All right, so now let's get into this week's Turbulence Training Workout Tips and Transformation Success Tips. And we're going to start with Monday, December the 13th. Now, in terms of transformation contests, I just want to mention that we've got all our finalists in this weekend. We're going to get all their entries in, and then we're going to share those with you. You guys are going to get a chance to vote. It's going to be very, very cool. And our transformation tip of the week is compound learning. I, I came up with this phrase based on compound interest, and I truly believe that the more you learn and apply now, so the more you can learn, you know, an intense period of study, the easier it will be for you to maintain your body weight and body fat over the course of your life. So learn as much as you can about nutrition and exercise as early as you can in life. So if you have children, definitely get them started on learning about health and fitness because the more they know, the more they will be able to do little experiments on themselves to figure out what works for them. And once you know what works for you, you're able to dial things in really, really well. And so learn from as many experts as you can, perform as many experiments on yourself as you can, record and study the findings, because this is your path to simple lean body success. Again, the more that you know about your body, the better off you're going to be. And one last thing about transformation contests is our next contest, contest number 10, if you can believe it, we're into contest number 10, It's going to be starting on Sunday, December 26th, and I can't wait to have your entry in it. It's going to be our best contest ever. We've already got so many people talking about it, and I can't wait to hear about your success. And it's perfect timing. Right after Christmas, you're all done with a lot of holiday eating. You can maybe have one more day of fun on New Year's Eve. But other than that, you're ready to get going. And you'll be able to enter up until the middle of January, so you don't have to enter on the day after Christmas. But that is your first day in which you can. And I know a lot of people got started last year. And I hope that you consider it as well. Now, for our workout stuff, as I mentioned, we're going to take a look at my new workout program. So I changed my program every four weeks, although I stayed in my last program for five weeks. And this time, I'm doing another four-day workout program, so training four days per week. I'm going to train Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, in most cases, unless I'm traveling. Uh, But in this call, I'm going to give you the information on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So... For Monday, the workout that I'm going to be doing is a lower body workout, focusing on the squat exercise. And I'll be doing, first starting off with what we call an activation exercise, which means a little bit more explosive to activate the nervous system. And and if you do some of this stuff, you can have better performance in your lifting. But at the same time, if you do a little bit of lifting before you do some of the jumping, you can actually jump higher. It's pretty cool. So what I'm going to be doing is kind of mixing in barbell squat jumps as my activation and using just the empty bar on my back for five repetitions. And I'm going to be doing that and then low box squats. So a box squat, uh, I'd say it's about 12 or 15 inches off the ground and working up to my five repetition maximum. Not going to failure, but going, you know, to a good hard set. 
and then I was doing glute ham raises after that, three sets of eight, along with stability ball planks and deep step ups. So that's just well, sorry, not deep step ups, but high step ups. So having a box about an extra four or five inches higher than a regular bench and doing step ups that way. And so that's my first workout per week. Now we're going to move into Tuesday and take a look at our research study of the week. And actually, this week I'm not doing a research study, but I am going to talk about the most important experiment relevant to you. And first of all, a couple of quotes. first one is from Ralph Waldo Emerson, who said, All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. And then the second quote is from legendary business person, Peter Drucker, business consultant, who said, What's get, what gets measured gets managed. And that's very true in fat loss as well. The more that you are able to record your meals and your workouts, the better you will be able to change your program to result in success. So I challenge you to do a four-week experiment to write down everything you eat for the next four weeks and record how you feel after you eat these meals because we want you to make the connection between food and mood or food and energy levels and also food and body fat levels and how you look. So do this short experiment to help you eat better for the rest of your life. In the next four weeks, you're going to have two weeks where you're eating a lot of goodies over the holidays, and then in early January, you're probably going to have two weeks when you're really focusing on eat and eating very well. And so you'll be able to compare those two-week periods, and you'll probably find that you have much more energy during the two weeks of January, and you'll feel find that you'll feel better. And now that you've made that connection, you'll be able to make better choices for the rest of your life. Now, I also want to mention a, a book full of experiments. It's called The Four-Hour Body, and it's a hard copy book written by my friend Tim Ferriss. We've hung out a couple times this year, and he's an, already a New York Times bestselling author, and he has a book coming out next week called The Four-Hour Body. He does a lot of experiments in it, and I have an interview with him that I'm going to share with you. And like myself, Tim has done a lot of recording, and he's recorded his workouts for 15 years now, and I've recorded mine for probably about a dozen years now. And John Berardi is another guy who has written down all his workouts. And, you know, if you uh, are believe that a- any of uh, the three of us have anything bright to say, then you probably think that we're on the right track here with recording our workouts. So you should do it too because it will help you identify what works for you. All right, into Workout Wednesday. So we're going to bring you a workout tip here. And tip is, if you have a little extra time, you might want to switch to a four-day-per-week meathead-style training program, of which I have many. So you might want to go directly to one of the shorter ones, which is a the Meathead 4x4 program, which is only four exercises, four days per week. Um, it's a really quick workout, but really a lot of fun. Or you can modify one of your current three-day programs by rearranging the exercises into an upper-lower body split. Um, and even if you have the regular turbulence training manual, something like the TT2K4 program, you could switch that to an ABAB system. So that means you train Monday with workout A, Tuesday with workout B, Thursday with workout A, Friday with workout B. Although you probably only want to do that for three weeks because that's a pretty intense program. Now, my second workout of the week is going to be focused on upper body. And I'm going to do that foam roller press. If you've seen my YouTube video on how to boost your bench press, I'm going to use that foam roller press. And I paired that with dumbbell row. And I just did this workout the other day. It was great. Then I'm going to follow up with push-ups and do three sets, just a couple repetitions short of failure. And as I mentioned uh, in 
previous call, I've had a bit of a problem with one of the muscles in my rotator cuff, and so I was talking to my chiropractor, and I said, you know, should I do dumbbell presses or push-ups, and he suggested doing the push-ups first. I'm going to do those for four weeks and continue to work on improving my rotator cuff uh, injury and hopefully be back to dumbbell pressing in the new year. So I'm just not doing any full range of motion uh, weighted pressing right now. So with the foam press, it's just a, re a much reduced range of motion, and so it doesn't bother the rotator cuff. I'm going to pair those push-ups with pull-ups, and then I'm going to do some meathead arm stuff to finish off the workout. Into our Thursday personal trainer tip of the week, and one of the mistakes I see that many trainers make is they use an ineffective warm-up. So trainers come in and they have their clients just go on a treadmill or an elliptical machine for five or ten minutes, and it's a big waste of everyone's time because it doesn't really prepare anyone for the training that most trainers then put their clients through. In fact, I used to walk my dog through this one park here in Toronto, and this trainer uh, running boot camps would have their clients jog around a track for ten minutes. And I'll tell you, if someone told me to jog around a track at 6 o'clock in the morning and I was paying 20 bucks per session for a boot camp, I'd be out of there pretty quick. I just think that is disrespectful, a big waste of their time, and not the type of warm-up that the client needs before resistance training. That stuff really is pointless. And so what they need to do, the trainers, is skip the generic warm-up and get into the body weight circuits. You know, it's not, it doesn't matter if you increase your heart rate and get a bit of a sweat on if you go from a treadmill to a push-up because that treadmill has not prepared the body for the push-up. So you need to do bodyweight warm-up that focuses on mobility and specifically addressing the muscles that are going to be worked in the workout. If you're going to do a total body workout, you have to address the upper back, the torso, the pushing muscles, and the lower body, and making sure you're addressing mobility. So I have a weight training warm-up video on YouTube that you can check out at youtube.com forward slash CB Athletics, check that out. I'm going to post it on the blog as well. Now, into Friday, we're going to take a look at our Facebook question of the week. And, some, and I actually get this question a lot, but someone asked me this week about what my body fat percentage is. And most people are surprised to hear that my body fat percentage is 10%. They often think it's lower. And the truth is that most people who are telling you that they're 6% body fat or 8% body fat are completely clueless, and I roll my eyes whenever some guy says to me that he's 8% body fat because you're just about ready to step on stage at a bodybuilding show when you're 8% body fat, and I'm nowhere near that. And you can be very lean and still be 10% body fat, uh, as you can see from my photos online. So what we really need to understand there is not to get obsessed with the actual numbers because they're actually quite hard to measure accurately. And what we really need to focus on is hip and waist measurements, you know, circumference measurements that we can do with just a measuring tape, and also our before and after photos that we take every four weeks. All right, now into my third workout of the week, which I'm actually going to do tomorrow. I'm going to do a hang clean, three sets of three. Then I'm going to move into deadlifts, just two, set, two or three sets of uh, three to five reps. And then I'm going to do something called a rack pull, which is the top range of motion of a deadlift. And so a lot of pulling exercises, so no supersets there. And then I'm going to be doing some stability wall rollouts and side planks, uh, different variations there. And I've gotten a little bit of um, the repetition range and the, and the exercise ideas from Tim's book and the interview I did with Tim. And so you'll hear about how he really improved his deadlift by training just a few repetitions per week. Very interesting stuff. All right. And now we move into Social Support Saturday. And here's a quote. I have this book 
from a guy named Larry Wingett, and he has like a, a quote for every day of the year. And today I have a quote from you that, that got pretty good feedback on my Facebook page. He said, lighten up. Most of the stuff you are upset about isn't going to matter in the long run. In fact, most of it won't matter in half an hour. And that's what we really have to need to understand. We need to stop arguing on the Internet and spend that time laughing and having friends with family, with, or having time with friends and family instead. So, you know, if you're getting upset by some stranger you've never met on the Internet, just forget about that, move on, ignore them, go outside, and you'll realize that the Internet doesn't follow you out there. And really, a lot of people put a lot more stress into their lives than there needs to be. Um, you know, definitely take a look. I definitely take a little bit more lighthearted look at life. And I think it can be taught and practiced and improved upon, and everyone can be a little bit more lighthearted and there'll be less stress and probably will enjoy life, enjoy life a little bit more. And the last workout of the week is an upper body workout, and I'm going to do uh, overhead pressing with a band, so a big resistance band, like the ones you can get from uh, Jump Bands USA or stretch, jump, stretch, jump Stretch USA or something. I can't remember where uh, you can get them, but... They're very heavy, thick bands, and I'm going to do overhead presses one arm at a time with those. I'm going to do dumbbell chest supported rows, and I'm going to do some meathead arms. So it's not a big workout, um, and that's because usually I travel, and so I'm often using hotel rooms, or I might be out of my mom's place and using like a TRX or some other straps or something, and not uh, I don't want to be really married to some specific piece of equipment that has to be used. All right, and then into Sunday, plan shopping, prepare day. I'm going to talk about some stuff that was in the December issue of Men's Health. And so there was some stuff in here which, as always, is contradictory from Men's Health. They always say one thing on one page, and it seems like they say a different thing on another page. And they made some really weird drink recommendations. They they recommended a monster energy drink for for energy. And, I mean, really those things are just full of caffeine. Some of them are full of caffeine and sugar. And I'll be honest with you, I actually have one of these Monster Energy drinks like every couple of months, and it wires me for like nine hours. Um, I drink the blue ones, the ones that are like have low sugar, but you know they're entertaining. But you definitely don't want to make a habit out of drinking those things. And then they also recommended for best meal replacement drink, they recommended the Naked variety of drinks. You've probably seen those in in stores, but those things have 35 grams of sugar per serving. So I don't know what the heck the nutritionist who made that recommendation was thinking. I mean, that's just not something that you you want to have. Your body doesn't register liquid calories. You're going to feel like falling asleep after that. I mean, I think that was just a, a real bad choice. But they do mention some scary research about liquid calories from sodas. And Men's Health Magazine quoted a research study that said, if you have two or more sodas per week, you actually increase your pancreas, uh, pancreatic cancer risk of by 87%. And from what I understand, pancreatic cancer is like one of the worst cancers you can get because it is, uh, you know, the um, length of time in which you live with pancreatic cancer is very short. So definitely you want to limit your sodas. Um, it's okay to have one once a week, but uh, you probably don't want to have more than two. So definitely if you have a struggle with sodas, really get those down. And then we've talked quite a bit about alcohol calories, and Tim and I discuss alcohol calories in our interview that you'll definitely want to listen to. Now, Men's Health had a big list of how many calories are in many alcoholic drinks. And so in five ounces of wine, 
you get 100 calories. In a 12-ounce light beer, you get 100 calories. In a 2-ounce martini, 119 calories. In a 12-ounce regular beer, 146 calories. In a 7-ounce gin and tonic, you get 189 calories. In a 7-ounce screwdriver, you get 208 calories. I don't know, I understand how you get 189 calories from gin and tonic because it's just gin. There's no calories in tonic. But there's a lot of calories in the juice of screwdrivers. So I'm not really sure how they figured that one out. But a 6-ounce margarita, this is a bad one for you, 327 calories. And a 12-ounce rum and Coke, 361 calories. And so it's probably similar to a Jack and Coke, which tends to be a real popular drink down there in the good old U.S. of A. Or a Captain and Coke, as one of the girls I know in the United States drinks, and, and it entertains me when she orders that. So those are bad. But you know what's a lot worse? The food. So we've talked quite a bit in another call about how at the end of the day it still does come down to calories and in most cases the problem with drinking is that you make really bad nutritional decisions. And so a a Chili's bacon burger with ranch dressing is 2,140 calories. So that's like drinking 20 light beers, just having that burger. And a 48-ounce porterhouse at Shula's, which I actually saw my friend John Romanello eat in about four minutes, it contains 4,000 calories. So John consumed about 1,000 calories per minute when he ate that 48-ounce porterhouse. And I'm not joking. He ate this thing so fast, it was unbelievable. But that has 4,000 calories. Um, So that would be 40 light beers. And you definitely couldn't drink 40 light beers in four minutes, let alone four hours. And I don't even know many people that could drink 40 light beers in a day, although I know some guys have tried. And most people will not even drink 40 light beers in a month. So you have to understand that alcohol does provide what some people say empty calories. But at the same time, your food choices are often a lot worse and get you into a lot more trouble. So consider that, especially at this time of the year, when you have food and alcohol choices that are very important for you to make. All right, so that's it for this week, everyone. I hope there was lots of information in there that uh, gives you some food for thought, for fat loss thought here to help you out. Next week, we're going to bring you training tips on ab workouts. We're going to talk about an ab infomercial gimmick in our research review. And we're going to talk about counting calories in our nutrition section. So all that and a lot more. We're going to be having a nice little Christmas wish next week as well. So thank you, everybody, for being on the call. We're almost celebrating two full years of doing these calls. So, you know, we're up over 100 calls, I think, now. And it's always been great to uh, interact with you, and I really appreciate you listening. And so thank you very much. Uh, You know, you guys listening has been a, a, a huge gift to me. So thank you very much, everyone. And until then, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you're alerted when the interview with Tim Ferriss comes up next week. Until next week then with this call, we will see you then. Have a great week and lose that fat. Bye-bye, everyone.